Hey everybody, I'm Lauren Hicks, and this is episode 202 of the 5-Minute Discipleship Podcast. Thank you for joining me, friends. I'm excited that you're here today. I hope this episode inspires you to follow Jesus with all of your heart. Let me invite you to stop by the 5-Minute Discipleship Facebook page because in celebration of the 200th episode, I'm giving away 10 free copies of the 5-Minute Discipleship Journal. You can enter to win on the Facebook page. Today on the podcast, we are talking about the return of Christ. A father and his 10-year-old daughter, both good swimmers, enter the waters of the Atlantic at a New Jersey seashore resort a few summers ago. When some distance from the shore they became separated, the father swam and tried to reach his daughter, but realized the tide was keeping them apart. In a last effort of desperation, he shouted out to his daughter, I'm going back to shore for help. If you get tired, turn on your back. I know you can float all day on your back. I promise to come back for you. Before long, many searchers and boats were in the water hunting for one small girl, and hundreds of people had heard the news and were waiting anxiously on the shore. It was four hours before they found her far from land. She was calmly floating on her back and was not frightened at all. Tears of joy and relief greeted the rescuers as the girl was brought safely to shore. But the child took it calmly. She said, My dad said he would come for me and that I could float all day. So I swam and I floated. I was not afraid because he had promised to come get me. You know, for 2,000 years, there has been a promise that believers like you and I have held on to. It's a promise made to us by Jesus, it gives us comfort in our suffering. It gives us peace in our confusion. This promise gives us joy in the midst of our sorrow. Which promise? The promise of Christ's return. Now, the Bible is clear that the return of Jesus is a promise that can be counted on. In John chapter 14, Jesus prepared his disciples with these words, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me so that you also may be where I am. The disciples of Jesus in the New Testament were absolutely convinced that Jesus would return. His resurrection was proof and his ascension was proof. In Acts chapter 1 verse 11, the angels said to the disciples as they watched Jesus disappear into the sky, men of Galilee, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. So from the first century up till now, Christ followers have always believed that Jesus could return at any time. Why? Because he promised. Because he said so. There are 260 chapters in the New Testament, and among those chapters, there are 318 references to the return of Christ. Now that's one out of every 13 verses. For every verse of prophecy concerning Christ's birth, there are eight that look forward to his return. And here's some things the Bible tells us about the return of Christ. First, the return of Jesus is our blessed hope. In a world of pain and suffering, what a blessing it is to know that someday Jesus is coming to get us. In Titus chapter 2, verse 13, the apostle Paul says, we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Second, the Bible teaches us that the return of Christ will happen suddenly. In Matthew chapter 24, Jesus says these words, Therefore keep watch, because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. 
But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Christians are told repeatedly in the New Testament to be watchful for the Lord's appearing. Now, no one knows the day or the hour, but we do know the signs. Only God knows the complete timetable and the events that will occur and the time frame, but there will be many signs. In Matthew 24, Jesus himself gives us several signs that his return will be near. He mentioned things like spiritual deception, international conflict, natural disasters, the persecution of believers, widespread apostasy, and worldwide evangelism. And third, the scripture teaches us that the return of Christ will result in our rapture. I love Paul's words in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 15 through 18, when Paul says, According to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet call of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so will we be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. And here's today's challenge. Let's hold on to the promise of Christ's return. This world is not our home. Jesus has prepared a place for us, and he will come again. Hey, thanks again for joining me for today's episode. I'd be so honored if you would hit the share button on your podcast app and share this podcast on social media, or maybe text a friend and invite them to listen in. Have a great day, everybody. And until next time, let's continue on our journey as followers of Jesus.